Three down back, the podcasts, the trio of vicious fantasy footballers is back with you. Yay, yay. Guys, it's, it's been a good week. First and foremost, let's uh, introduce the crew. To my right is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Christopher Martinez. Crowd favorite. Directly in front of me, my other co-host, Alvin O'Corey, a.k.a. the Ghanaian Ghost. Oosh. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your co-host, Leo Rodarte. Feels good to be back, guys. How was the week? It was great. I echo your sentiments. It feels good to be back in this chair with you two guys. Back to and back to back. This is our third episode, technically. Right. Well, let's let's shout out our the our, season, our production team. Yes. Let's yes. do what we do. Soundpunkmedia.com. Alex, Alex Bacani and Soundpunk Media. But uh, our yeah, our, our executive guy's not producer. Here. Our executive. It's like we're walking with a crutch. He did not have his vaccine status in order, so he couldn't couldn't come to to the studio. He couldn't come to the studio. That's okay. That's true. Um, That's true. He won't get a Christmas card this year. No. (laughs) The CDC uh, banned him from the from the. Hey, real quick, you guys went trick or treating yesterday. How was that? It was amazing. A major haul for the kids. Uh, High fives going up all around. They they really collected. We do this for the kids. And then Lee, shout out to Lee Martinez. Hey, he will that. He. Striped up this week. Oh, three stripe Lee and oh, jujitsu. Yeah. Jujitsu, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Yeah, he wanted to come. He's all pissed off. That's my son, <laughs> by the way. For anybody Lee, listening, if yeah. you're listening, buddy, I hope you're in bed. But we miss you. We love you. Yeah, we miss we miss all of our our, our babies in here. Yes. So hey, three down back. Enough uh, of the kids. Peeps. Let's get to football. Yes. Let's get to football. We're gonna start <laughs> off with a new segment. Football. We're gonna call it pop or flop. So we're gonna discuss the players that we chose <clears> to start this week. That one either contributed to our fantasy success for the week and popped or we're on the other end of the spectrum and just all right who you flopped. got lynn who'd you pick up Didn't you know what let's, let's start off on a positive let's go with uh with alvin's pop okay and we'll end with my flop so my pop from this week actually an alum of usc uh, Michael Pittman Jr., Indianapolis Colts, big game, 15 targets. We, we chase volume in fantasy football. Yep. Yep. 15 targets is huge. Uh, turned that into 10 for 86 and two tugs. Um, highly productive day, and, and he definitely won me a couple leagues in the places I started him. So he's my poppity pop pop for How was he on waivers, though? I mean, I have him in four leagues. How is he even on waivers? I actually just had him for a while. I've had him on my bench for the Stats. last. Oh, two okay, yeah, yeah. okay. I thought you picked him up on waivers. Oh, I'm no, like, that's no, insane. No, yeah. Not everyone is lucky as, is as lucky as you are, Chris. Stop. Okay? I'm yeah. just sad that he made waivers. I waivers like last week. Pickups. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Jesus, good, good. You I know mean, what? I think. Why wouldn't you start him though? I mean, that seems obvious. That's how deep. That's how deep he is. Just deep, baby. Okay. Get the fuck out of here. I think it's wide receiver six. He's like, all right, all I right. So, well. who who flopped for you then this week? <clears throat> well, you know what? Let me let me add something about Pittman. Um, so, I got a trade offer in our dynasty league a couple weeks ago for Pittman, a second and a third, in exchange for Pittman. This was before his 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 two best weeks as a fantasy football player last two week, last couple weeks. And I I said because of the situation in uh, Indianapolis, I I view, really view Pittman, and I said this then as a wide receiver one, a true wide receiver one. I think in the next year, two max, he's going to be a top 10 guy for sure. He really reminds me of 
Yes. Mike Evans. You know, big body, light skin. No, I'm kidding. Big body wide receiver that just really plays big, plays to his size, is an end zone threat. And uh, I want to call bullshit real quick. Oh, not on you. I mean, let's do it. On you. You laughed at me when I was picking up Pittman. When? I would never never laugh at him. He's a USC player. That's what we call a subterfuge. He probably did that so he could pick him up. No, no, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish what I was gonna say. Wait, oh, oh, wait. The next week, uh-huh. who had fucking Pittman on his team? Oh, he's done that to me a number of times. You and I'm like, bro, you when? just gave where? me advice. When and where? Like, wait, when and where? This was this year. One of my leagues, I was like, I, I mentioned I didn't Pittman and pick up a, a, a pick up Pittman in a league with you. No, no, you're not in a league. Not not in a league with me. But you have Pittman somewhere. Oh, so Sleeper. he thought that your advice was global. But it was. Oh no! You started Pittman. You have him in the league. You have him in the league. You yeah, have Pittman, right? Yeah, I've had you Pittman in our sleeper league since last year. I was ta- I was talking about Pittman getting him and like not nah, just like trash. And then all of a sudden bro, I see I, him start him I, that I, same I week. Would and never, I'm like, I would never trash bro. a USC guy, bro. It was somebody else. Definitely not Pittman. No, it was Pittman. I would never. I never dog my USC guys. Okay, especially the ones that I own. Moving on. Maybe I'm, I'm wrong. Maybe there's a different lender. It out was there. it was another player, but it wasn't Pittman. Get the fuck out of it here! Was another all right, all right. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, uh, incidentally, he's, he's done, done this before. Yes. Too. Yeah. Yes. This, this is not the first too. time. So you have priors, bros. We're gonna start keeping receipts from now on. I'm Please do. Okay. Please do. Okay. I invite you to. Okay. I invite you to. Okay. But yes. I agree with you guys on Pittman, hundred percent. Now, mm-hmm. not before. Well, he's definitely keeping I think, dynasty. You know, it wasn't sure. a draft. You wanted to pick him early. That's what it was. I laughed at the fact that you wanted to pick him early. It, it could wasn't have been something like that. It wasn't the fact that you were picking Pittman. Pittman's a great pick, but I think you were trying to take him like. In the sixth or something? Third, I don't know. Six. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta keep. I gotta that, keep better that, receipts. That that sounds familiar. I would never dog on Pittman though. He okay. was he's a legit baller from okay. USC, bro. Okay. I'm a six. It could have been a flex spot and picking one over another. Could have been something like that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Moving on. Yeah. So I flopped. My flop. I flopped <laughs> this week with Kenneth Gainwell. I think a lot of people did. Um, yep. So. I was heavily invested in this guy. He was my first round pick in a dynasty league. Dynasty situation far, far different than redraft leagues. But um, he was completely vultured by Jordan Howard and Boston Scott and, of course, Jalen Hurts every week because Jalen Hurts is like a one-man show there. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know what to do. He did have at least 13 carries this game, um, but he wasn't very efficient. 2.1 yards per carry, 27 yards. Uh, The thing that, that frightened me is that he didn't catch a single <clears throat> pass this game. And another that's what the one thing that you could rely on. Another thing that him. has to frighten you with Gainwell is that the other two guys, Howard and Boston Scott, each got 12 carries as yeah. well. I think the bottom line in, in Philadelphia mm-hmm. for fantasy is you just stay the fuck away from Philadelphia in fantasy. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Fair enough. Matter of fact, Fair someone enough. dropped uh, Miles Sanders in Dion's league this past week. Yeah. You guys see that? I know he's going to be out for like three or four weeks, but I mean, I'm spending fab to pick him up, though. So. Do it. All right. Do it. Do it. I didn't on. have any uh, offer flop. flops. I didn't. I, honestly, nice. I didn't pick any. No. 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 It's not. <laughs> Believe me, I would have had some. I Must just be didn't, nice, Chris. Just, I just waving your dick around I, everywhere no, no, right no, now. No. 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 Once no. again, I did not pick up anybody on waivers. That's why the only thing I've been doing is streaming. So that it wasn't. It wasn't that I trust me. If I would have picked someone up. I would have flopped. Yeah. So I did start Gainwell in one league though, and yeah, that didn't work out. So I agree with you there. I will say this: I'm not dropping Gainwell. <clears throat> I'm not going to drop him. I agree with that. So I'm, I'm going to hold. I'm going to ride that Gainwell boat for as long as I can, that Gainwell trade. And I'm hoping I gain well as Spe- a so, result. So speaking of Dion, Dion wants to have – he's got a couple questions. We're going to bring him in right now. So, so by the way, Dion is a commissioner of one of the leagues that we're all in. Yes. So this, is some, this might veer into some commission talk. So let's go. Yeah. Would this be considered collusion? No, no, no. You're not talking <laughs> about any transactions. So. <laughs> they call. Hey, Dion. 
What's up? We got you live on air. What's up, Dion? All right. What's Dion, going on? Welcome hey, we to the show. Talk- yeah, welcome to the show, my man. We How blessed do you feel right you. now, bro? <laughs> <laughs> It was all good. Shit. Yeah. What? What? You said you had a couple of questions, and then after that, we want to talk a little bit about veto stuff. But what questions did you have? Uh, uh, let's see. I, I kind of wanted to jump around. The first question I had it will probably be something that's pre, you know, pre preseason stuff before you even get started in draft stuff. So, uh, your thoughts on is basically is if it's beneficial to try to, you know, attach yourself to a quarterback wide receiver combo. Uh, when you're starting your draft, so for instance, you got a Mahomes Hill combo or Roger Adams or a Diggs and Allen. But are you, you know, is it, is it, is it, has anybody ever done that, and has it been beneficial to you to do that? Yeah, I, 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 you know, I don't think I've done it enough to be honest, but I have seen teams have a tremendous amount of success. Uh, a couple years back, the Roddy, I, who was in our league, it was the Roddy White Matt Ryan stack that one year was insane. Um, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams stack would be insane. Yes. I, I typically don't go that route, Dion, because I, I usually allow the draft to come to me. I, I, whenever I've chosen to target or, or I've had a, a construction of players I want to put together, it's just never worked out for me. Um, but I do think there is success in that. I would typically recommend if you are going that route to go with a high, a high powered offense, right? So like, obviously, you know, the dig the dig stack there in Buffalo would be good again that that Aaron Rodgers stack the Mahomes Tyreek stack stacks like that would be good the stack you don't want to go with is like a Goff and T.J. Hawkinson stack because that's never going to pay off but <laughs> it can it can and it will work uh, I I haven't been able to take advantage of it enough Alvin yeah I think that's a good question um, I also haven't really stacked a lot just because you can get typically you've been able to get good value for quarterbacks late um so like the high value stack is actually when for me has been when you get a high price wide receiver in the first couple rounds and then pair him with like maybe a lower end qb that usually seems to work out as well um but yeah i think stacks definitely work as an advantage it's almost like double scoring especially if you do like a dfs lineup um, which is a, a different <clears throat> different kind of fantasy football. You play daily. Um, that really maximizes your points in those formats in particular. But they can be beneficial, um, especially like like Leonard said, if you attach a your picks to a high powered offense, that usually pays off. Yep. Great, great, great answers. Yeah, I was actually looking at uh, maybe even more like whoever gets the most touches. I mean, you're looking at stuff like that, correct? So if you're looking at a wide receiver and they get all the touches. He might have a he might have a, a weaker quarterback, but but that quarterback still goes to that guy. Is something like that. What you're saying? Exactly. Just remember when you're stacking, though. I don't know. This is my stupid thinking. Don't ever, don't ever take any advice from me. Period. First of all, <laughs> just get that out of the way. That's an but endorsement first of for the all, show. You, you, you're taking a fucking L that week if you got two stacked. If that's your points getters, you're taking Chris that bye isn't week. Giving is, himself right. enough credit. He's having a down year, but the last two years. Prior no, I'm work. not having a down year. I'm just saying, don't listen to me because I don't give good advice. <laughs> but just, just keep in mind, there's a bye week in there for those two guys together. There you right, go. Good right. point. You got to take that for, into, into account. Correct. Yeah. You have another question. Yeah, one more question here. Um, actually, I have two more questions if we can touch base on those. Yeah, let's it, go. The other one, the, the, this one's real quick, probably. Is it time to press to press uh, Pat Mahomes owners for possible trade ideas, or is it time for the Mahomes owners to p- press the panic button at all right now? Leonard? Oh, don't panic. 
Don't Panic. I think uh, French Montana has a song called Don't Panic. Put that song on. Don't Panic. Pat Mahomes, nonetheless, uh, will be Pat Mahomes. He's going he's gonna to produce at two expectations when it's all said and done, especially at the end of the season when it matters most, bro. Uh, I know it's tough sledding right now. It's really... A lot of it does have to do with him. He is turning the ball a lot uh, more over a lot than he had in past years. But their defense is atrocious. Um, they are awful. So that doesn't help his cause. In most cases, it, it would. But there's just there's there's a weird dynamic going on with that terrible defense, and then him turning the ball over. That's just a recipe for disaster. Hence, you see that the decline in his production. But Pat Mahomes is going to be Pat Mahomes. You know, the cape hasn't come on just yet, but it will. It will soon enough. Alvin, what do you think? So I'm going to maybe do a contrarian play here. And I think that he, I don't know that their offense figures it out this year. They seem kind of broken to me uh, compared to where you're used to seeing Kansas City, you know, put up points and Mahomes just dominate the league. I think, you know, unlike you know, everyone thought that the league would figure out Lamar Jackson, that hasn't quite happened. The league may have figured out Pat Mahomes a little bit. So I think if you're an owner, it might be a good time to sell because you're still going to get a bounty for his name alone. Um, right. If you can get a QB back and then some other pieces to strengthen your team overall, it might be worth doing, if, especially if you're, you know, two and six, three and five. It's worth considering. Um, that said, I mean, it, it's it's a hold, right? Because he's he's Pat Mahomes, but I, I'm always of the mind that these guys are all assets. So even if I spend high draft capital on him and I may be attached to him emotionally, if I can get something in return that's going to make my team better, I'm going to opt for that. So I think as the owner, I would consider trading him, at least floating him out there to see what people are willing to pay up for him. Yeah, the, the other thing, too, yeah, so that's kind of good. So you might be able to find a guy that, like Leonard that's going – you might he might that might be a buy low situation right there and then the other side you know you can you can sell high so a little side note to that one too is, is i, I kind of see that the offensive line kind of just took took basically took over from the super bowl and they're just doing the same thing like this season like they're not really giving them much protection as well so he's kind of scrambling a lot more due to that he starts to turn over the ball so i think that old line needs work too so that might be a big factor as well good point giants almost beat him today what does that tell you um hey while we got you on the air we want to talk about something real quick and it's vetoes in leagues uh some leagues have them some leagues don't basically what a veto is for those that don't know is in some leagues you can um when a trade is going through everybody gets a notification in the league that says hey this person wants to trade with this person and these are the pieces that are being traded uh you can have their settings in there where you can say you know if x amount of people say no you can cancel that trade just by vote um, so obviously this this is a hot topic right now this week because it happened in in our league. So I just kind of want to give hear... us a scenario though. You can't. You, okay. You, what, All what right. Happened here? Let me give you the give pieces. Some context, please. Let's give you the pieces. Okay. <laughs> Player manager A and manager B. Manager A was getting. Go ahead, Leonard. Russell Wilson, C.D. Lamb, and Travis Kelsey in exchange for Saquon Barkley and uh, Matthew Stafford. So Barkley and Stafford for Russ, Russ, Kelsey, Kelsey, CD. and CD Lamb. Yep. Okay. Yep. So obviously there was enough people in this league that thought that that was not fair and vetoed mm-hmm. it. And uh, so I just want to get everybody's take on that. Should that be not a not a thing in your league? Uh, it it, it should it should be an option. Um, it should be an option. I just think uh, it's got to be a majority vote. So if you have ten, if it's a ten, a ten team league, then you need. Five or more votes. Uh, if it's a 12-team league, then you need six or more votes. Um, 
I think anything less than that, it's just, I mean, you get a few guys that want to veto it and then it's just, it's kicked back. So yeah, if it's a majority vote, absolutely. Yeah. Like let's say the guy, let's say if someone feels that you're getting the better end of that deal, right. Mm -hmm. And they're playing you next week, they're going to go, fuck that. Right. I mean, that's pretty obvious. I'm going to say, I might even do that to you. I didn't veto you, bro. I did not veto you, bro. But I'm just I saying. I saw the list. I saw the list. <laughs> you did not see the list, dude. You can check Dion the receipts on the that. List. I'm not. So, a, I'm not a veto guy, but I'm just saying, like, I understand it in that sense. And, yeah. and especially if I was playing you that week, I might have vetoed it. I don't know. I might. And I would have told you straight out. So, I vetoed that shit. I'm the, not playing him though. That week. to the six of you who are listening, you probably figured out that player A is one of us. In, in yeah. okay, yeah. So it's, it's Leonard. Me. It's me. Most yeah, people yeah. felt that Leonard was getting the better end in that deal. And you know what? And, and I was in a Dion's I, league before, and there was a veto that went down, and and that wasn't good either. And I guess that's why I want to talk about this yeah. because those conversations are not good either. The people that were in that trade were pissed, and there was outsiders that were kind of like, "Wow, it doesn't really fucking include me, so I don't care." Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, to me, it's like maybe the veto doesn't belong, you know? Yeah. So I, I feel pretty strongly about the veto. I I think that from a procedural standpoint, it should be there. It should be. You should be able to do that in case there's instances where the trade is totally unfair and unbalanced. But on the other side of that, I feel like, you know, your your two teams, two managers that are grown adults generally who are playing at least in the leagues we play, and if they decide to come together and make a deal, then yeah. they make a deal. That should be honored. You know, it. Yeah. There's nothing. A, a veto isn't for the purpose of rejecting a trade that just because someone made a bad deal. That's not the purpose of a veto, right? Right. right. People okay. are allowed to make bad deals. So if that's the case and you think it's objectively bad, then that's just what happened. What you have to do, I think, as a manager who's not a part of the transaction, is you have to rally and say, I'm gonna I don't care what that guy did. I'm gonna go make my own deal or I'm just gonna beat that person. You know, that's how I think. I think that as right. soon as you veto you're saying, Oh, he, that person made a trade. If they're so my good now, I can't even done. I can't yeah. even beat them. I'm gonna veto this. Eh, no. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, I can still beat you. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. Unless it's so overwhelmingly one-sided that it's like, yeah. it doesn't make sense to go through. Yeah. That's my Got feeling it. on it. Yeah. I mean, All I right. was I was getting more, was I going to win that trade more than likely? Um, it was going to depend on if Russ came back at any one point and was effective. Well, and at the no, end of the no, day. No one knew. Yeah, and at the I end was the day, getting I was getting three players for two. So, yeah, no, I mean, no one knows, man. No one yeah. knows what that would what, what that would amount say. to um, because anything can happen. And on paper, would my team look sexy? Absolutely. It doesn't mean shit, though. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't I, mean shit. I, I kind of, um, just to end this conversation on the veto, um, I do think if it if you do have vetoes in the league, I'm with you. It needs to be a, a majority overwhelming vote. majority. Yeah. It can't be a few players. It has yeah. to be like, if it's a 12-man league, to me, to me it should be seven players. Seven, there you go. Seven, seven players yeah. saying that this is bad. That yeah. says like everybody Ten in this man, league six. is saying, hey, no, that's yeah. not yeah. good. Um, and that's just where I'm at with it. So anyway, I, I think also, I think also too, you got to keep in mind though, it depends on what position these people are in. Cause a, a lot of times, like for instance, with this one, it was, it was a, a, a mid level team trading the last place team. So in that sense, it's not that anybody's, I think in my opinion, it's like, you could also get the other side of it where it's like, is, is this guy just giving up or is it, are they in cahoots? You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so it's not necessarily, Oh, he's hating or they're hating. They're also thinking in their heads, shit, maybe they're in the cahoots too. You know yeah. Though so, they're players that don't know people in the league. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, and then the person that's last place might be thinking, dude, I need to do something to change my team. There's yeah, there's so much there that you could unpack from it. But I think, uh, at the end of the day, my stance is vetoes need to be majority too. Like, yeah. I, agree with that. Sure. I think yeah. we discussed that. That's because that with Leonard, it's, 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 it's default on Yahoo for three. And I think that's kind of bad. Yeah. I think we should, 
probably change that up. So yeah, for sure. I, I, agree, for sure. I agree with that too. And I think yeah. my last point is that like the what ifs, that's all speculative. You, you really sure. don't know if that's going to happen or like yeah. if they are in cahoots. So it's sort of like, mm-hmm. you know, just, just man up, I think kind of, you know, just yeah. play your squad, get better make a trade with the guy that just traded or the girl that just traded because clearly they're into trading so maybe you can pull something yeah. off too i mean yeah mm-hmm. all right cool well hey dion thanks for uh yeah, joining the for show calling, my man bro. i appreciate it uh we'd De- love to have you back dion, another time quick question for you dion quick question for you before you go who's your fan who's your who's your fantasy mvp this year so far alvin O'Corey. Well, actually it's, it's a good thing you asked because that, that was actually part of my last question i had here it, um right now i'm looking at and it's it's just a it's just somebody who's a sophomore and I think he has a lot of uh, value in the future, and especially if he gets uh, a better quarterback under him. But that's Michael Pittman right now. Hey, hey, hey we go. were just talking about Pittman. Yep, that's right. Good all pick, right, man. Hell, yeah, good one. Hell yeah. Right on, Dion. All right, brother. Michael cool, Pittman man. all the way. All right, brother. Ride Take care, man. We'll talk soon. Have a good one. You too. Deuces. All right, cool, man. Neon Dion. Yeah, Dion. Those are some good questions out of Dion for sure. Yeah, 100%. That was cool. Um, was that our first caller QA? That was our first caller QA. I like that. Well, I like that segment a lot. We'll get him a yeah. three down back jersey. We'll get signed <laughs> this thing for him, you guys. Exactly. You know? We'll let him come down, take a tour of the studio. Some of those tacky, <laughs> some gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah wait, 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 wait. We got to yeah. check his vaccination card for oh, get, Make sure his I papers mean, are in order first. Yeah. One yeah. of our producers <laughs> couldn't even make it in because of that. So, yeah, let me close up. All right, guys. Hey, let's uh, let's go on a waiver targets for this week. But let's talk about guys. Let's not talk about the obvious. Let's talk about uh, guys that are less than forty percent ownership. Who is on that waiver wire that's worth uh, taking a look at? Ghost. Um, <clears throat> Alvin, you want to go? Yeah. Go ahead, Ghost. Let's see. Um, let, let me just start oh. this. Let me I mean, just yeah, let me Chris, just start. Why don't you start? Okay, let I'm me, not let quite me, sure. Because I'm not really targeting anybody, but I think because we had this conversation, you were looking for quarterbacks in in, in one of our leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to really talk real quick about Mike White, the New York Jets. Uh, 405 the- yards, three touchdowns. Um, he did have two picks, but those were really not his fault. One was tipped, and the other one was ricocheted. Um, and it looks like he's going to be starting again next week. So if you need a if you need a quarterback, I don't know. That's I know it's a disgusting team, but I don't know, man. <laughs> that uh, that's points. That's points, and oof. And he's 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 coming off a high, so I don't know. That's yeah, they one. beat the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the performance statistically, don't get me wrong, amazing stats. But like, they beat the Bengals, who just came off of a week where they were just they ran through some of the best teams in football. And they got smacked in the mouth by the freaking Jets. No one saw that coming. Ugh. No one saw that coming. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I got more if you want me to go. If you guys could just tell me. What, would I ride well, first with Mike all, White? Would I swoop him up if I needed him? No, no. Obviously, you're not luckily, just picking I don't him need up. Him. <laughs> luckily, luckily, you don't Ho- need him. Hopefully, you're not in the state of affairs where he's like actual consideration. Yeah. Well, we were looking right? at Alvin's yeah. team yesterday. He's got like 18 quarterbacks on his team, and none of them are playing right now. So that I would mean, be a guy that would need to, to my credit, that team is decimated by injury. <laughs> I have like 27 people on IR right quarterback now. Quarterback, quarter. Ridiculous. Quarterback, quarter. Uh, I'm just saying, man. You know what? I had to drop. I had to drop Darnold, and, and you know, after what I seen out of Mike White, you, you I might got, just stream you got him. To drop Darnold. Hey. I know, but I would. I would <laughs> stream Mike uh, White next week if if I, you know, I picked up Burrow and I picked up. Uh, oh, nice. Carson yeah. Wentz in one league. So oh, nice. that's yeah, that's good. You know, so yeah, I wouldn't go targeting White right now. I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> he's there. He, he performed. I'm gonna pick him up, and if you want to give me a draft pick for him next year, <laughs> let me know, bro. He's all yours. No, um, I'll give you one other one. I'll give cool. you one other one. Cool. Is uh, Dan Arnold, um, a tight end? 
yeah. uh, for Jacksonville. He got 10 targets, um, which really is crazy because now Lavishka just took another hit because Darn- God, uh, Arnold's there. Um, this guy is 5% rostered in Yahoo. Um, it looks like he's getting more targets, and he's he's doing good work with what he's given. So and I don't know. Good, if you I need mean, a tight end, tight end is yeah. kind of... You know, uh, urban wasteland too. So it's a crapshoot. It, it is a crapshoot with Arnold too. But I mean, I don't know. Eric, no, no, no. He he's been like. I mean, since he got to Jacksonville, he's the the thing. I think that's that, that people may may or may not understand is like if you don't go through training camp with a team with an offense, that shit's hard to just come in and pick up day one, unless you're like this premier tight end one veteran guy. Which Darnold, you know, he's a veteran guy, but like really hasn't shown out. Right, but. He, He's he's walked into this position in Jacksonville, and he's proven to be you know somewhat effective. Like you, you got to consider, you know, streaming him. I I think most definitely because, yeah. I mean, who else is showing out in the pass game? And any any young quarterback's best friend is someone underneath in that that short to mid range you know uh, route tree, which Donald's going to be or Arnold's going to be running that. So, um, you know, I think you, I think a safe floor for him is going to be five catches, you know, like 45 to 50 yards each week. I think that's a safe, safe floor for him. And if he gets you a touchdown, then, hey, you're winning. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. so you just you don't know. But I, I like what he's doing, given the scope of how he just got there. And he, he's proven to be effective. Teams are definitely intrigued by his skill set. I mean, Arizona picked him up for a while and to try to fix that tight end problem that they've been doing for a while. Obviously, yeah. Carolina had him earlier this season and he was trans or he was uh, traded to the to the Jags a couple weeks ago. And, you know, I think that's a good call. He's been getting some targets. Um, it's hard to really depend on anyone in that For offense, sure. but sure. I think James Robinson really recently got injured this last Sunday too. So um, I think, I think Dan Arnold's a, it's a quality pick, especially if you didn't sell out and get one of those, uh, those big name tight ends early. Yes. Yeah. This week, guys, I like Devonte Parker for the Miami Dolphins wide receiver. Uh, he's owned in 35% of Yahoo leagues right now as we speak. Um, it seems like him and Tua have had a little bit of a connection. Um, and over his last three games, he's looking at seven targets, nine targets, 11 targets. And this past week, he went eight for 85. Um, so, you know, if you're a need of wide receiver, I, I think he's, he's, he's I, I wouldn't call him a dart throw because he proven two years back to, Two years ago, that back half of the season, I think he finished as like the, the overall wide receiver two in those last eight games. So he's proven he can do that. Um, and then let's face it, they can't run the ball like they did last year or even the year before that in Miami. Um, so they're going to be forced to pass uh, as a result. And um, and he's that big body guy. So why not? I think Devontae Parker is a, a, a slam dunk. He's, he's a no-brainer this I week. I like him. Yep. I like that one as well. All right, so I got one. Uh, I was a little little sad to see this guy go down in New Orleans, um, but Jameis Winston went down. Looks All like right. he tore his ACL. Um, so Taysom Hill, uh, hey. I, I don't love it from a passing perspective, but he was finished as a low end QB one uh, last year when he got run with the Saints. So I think I that's, just want to laugh because now you're gonna have to pick up another quarterback. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I've got, I actually don't think Sleeper will allow me, bro. Like they just they won't let me pick anyone else up. I've got yeah, 13, yeah, tight, they 13 max quarterbacks. They out at eight QBs. Yeah, that's it. And they, like, they you have to drop Maybe one. Maybe they could designate him an R, and a running back and a wide receiver. That would and be that awesome. Would, that would yes. There you go. But I think uh, Taysom Hill is a guy that he's definitely going to adversely affect Camara's um, upside. Unfortunately, yeah. We saw Camara really. Yeah, especially. he just did not get any yeah. catches though he's used to and. 
When he That's played tough. though, he was good though. On he, the when flip he played, side, he was good. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And 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 the ground game, love Taysom Hill. Yeah. What I love as well too is that I own Michael Thomas <laughs> in three different leagues right now. I'm just waiting to unleash this guy. And Taysom Hill targeted Michael Thomas heavily. That he was, was locked like, in. That was his mm-hmm. his security blanket. That was his parachute right there. Right. So I'm looking forward to that. And and the thing is, if you're playing quarterback <laughs> for the the New Orleans Saints, like. You, Get the ball yeah. that guy. Get the, get, get, get the ball I, I do want to talk about one more real quick because this is kind of, for a lot of fantasy owners, this is very bad. Derrick Henry went down. He is looked like they're saying six to ten weeks. Who knows? But it's probably it's ending his season. He might come back yeah. for a game at the end. We Maybe just don't playoffs. know. What do, do you do? Out. What do you do there? Do you target any RBs? You just out? It looks like they signed it, Adrian it, Peterson. In the, I know. In the Tennessee backfield, I mean, I, I probably won't be targeting anybody there just because – it's just a nasty situation. But if I am, I'm going to go with AP. He was still playing well last really? year. Really? Yeah, bro. He's still averaging like four yards of carry last year. So, mm. you know. Hopefully and, and, and you have, have better have a... options than AP, but. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, then yeah, let yeah. me throw a scenario at you. Gainwell or someone on the Titans, uh, you know, one of those RBs in the Titans. What do you do? What there, format go. are we playing? PPR. PPR. Gainwell. Gainwell. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Have to. Okay. So half PPR or non-PPR? What if it's non PPR standard league? You have to you'd go with I would go with Adrian Peterson in that case because yeah. he's probably going to get you some touchdowns. Um, half point, Gainwell I'd again pu- I'd for the fans Gainwell. that are listening. Ga- don't Gainwell, listen to me, but I'm going to pick up McNichols for sure. I'm, I'm going to pick him up Jeremy on one Nichols? of my league. Yeah. yeah, one of my leagues. I'm just going to try. I think he's hurt right now. No, no McNichols yeah, is healthy. McNichols is healthy. Evans, okay. the other back who people were excited oh. about, he's the one who just got recently put who, on. What about Makai Sargent? He's a he's a name to keep in mind. He's kind of flashed. Um, he's definitely a deeper, he's like kind of deep, buried deep, deep down guy. There. But that's why he's available, right? Like he's, he's probably zero. He's probably zero percent owned, right? Zero. One, what I'm gonna one. do? This is this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get McNichols. I'm gonna try to get. I'm gonna sell him. <laughs> no, I'm gonna sell him to the Henry guy before he plays. Ah, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope he's not listening. <laughs> we'll uh, do this after I make the trade. <laughs> we'll this post gonna it go, after. Yeah, that's not released until Thursday morning. <laughs> I also right. I also like Mark Ingram this week, guys. Uh, he's heading back to Naula to to New Orleans, um, and we've all, we all know it. Him paired to Camara, man, thunder and lightning, whatever they call it, boom and I don't know, boom and zoom. Um, those two together, <laughs> boom and that's zoom. what they're called. Oh, actually, really? Yeah, no, that's what they're called, boom and zoom. Um, you know they that that was the best one two smug one two punch in the league. I think uh, at one point, I mean, you've always been on on the benefiting end of this album. Where those few years where Mark Ingram had his best years in New Orleans, I mean, he was uh, he was like a high end RB two, right? Well, actually, there was that one year where Ingram scored thirteen touchdowns. Well, Ingram that? finished as RB five overall, and Kamara finished as RB three overall. So oh, they had two top yeah. five. RBs yeah. in the same season, so yeah, that's that's very yeah. cool. whether that'll happen this year. Or not, I I don't know, but I, I mean, this kid's breathing new life. You know, he he lived through that city. That city lived through him. Um, I love the energy Mark Ingram brings to the table. And take if if you need a running back, roll the dice with this kid. He's you know he's I think he's gonna he's he's gonna be getting some goal line touches, and those two together are gonna be hard to stop. So and here's here's the thing about Mark Ingram. Just one last thing about him. And just kind of the way that Sean Payton uses these guys, um, Kamara is sort of no- notoriously not a tough guy. Like he's ultra talented, but he's not that like physical banger. Mm-hmm. I think you even heard Sean Payton say that he's just not. He's just kind of a 
not yeah. not that tough. Huh? So Great what's going to happen, I think, is because Kamara has been the guy, the workhorse, he's going to get a couple weeks off here. Yeah. Um, and you're going to see his his workload be reduced. So Mark Ingram over the next couple weeks is probably going to have some good value on return for people. Absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up, too, because, you know, the thing I was looking at, I, I thought Kamara's missed a lot of games. He hasn't missed games, but he, he exits games early mm-hmm. as a result of injury. He's a pretty tough guy. He'll come back, fight through it. But, I mean, it's basically the same thing. If he's going to be out for a half, three quarters of the game, whatever the case is, it's basically like he's missing a game. Um, and then that's when Mark Ingram comes in, and he can hmm. he can carry the rock. 15, 20, 25 carries, you're good to go. I think because Kamara's had to carry the load, they're going to dial it back just to preserve their guy. Yes. And so... I like the Mark Ingram pick just because of that. Um, super deep guy if you need a wide receiver. Um, Tyrod Taylor's coming back. And Houston is a dumpster fire, but Nico Collins, who I know that you grabbed in our Dynasty League, Chris, yeah. that's a Uncle that's an interesting... Uncle Nico? Yeah, Uncle Nico. Throw it over in the mountains. <laughs> um, I think that he's an interesting oh. pickup just because he's he's big. Um, obviously, Brandon Cooks is the guy there, but Brandon right. Cooks, that just means that Brandon Cooks is going to see the coverage there. Nico Collins is 6'3", 215. They, um, they'd um, traded up to get him in the draft, Houston. So I think with Tyrod Taylor back in the fold, there's a chance that a deep, deep Nico Collins stash, hmm. might, and this is in bigger leagues, might sure, actually sure. pay dividends for you. So down the line. Well, I would love yes. to see that. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Jumping right. in, are we going to get into some tight end discussion here? Um. Yeah. Sure. Let's let's close with tight end, and then we'll do a, a quick uh, GTFO or a non GTFO. <laughs> go ahead. I, I talked about my tight end, by the way. I, it was yeah. Arnold. So if you guys, that's got, right. That's right. Go Alvin, for it. you got your guy. Yeah. So I kind of like Tyler Conklin, um, from Minnesota. Uh, he's basically the guy there. They have a very very concentrated passing game where there's only three guys that are involved. It's um, Dalvin. Thielen, and then just Jeff, Justin Jefferson. Um, so there's enough room in the uh, there's enough of the pie left you know, for Conklin to really eat. The last couple of weeks he's had seven targets, which is actually a great floor for a tight end. Um, he's returned some value on that. So I think if you're looking for a, a tight end in that tight end wasteland, Tyler Conklin might solve your problems. Yes. Where, where is he? How is he rostered in Yahoo? Conklin? He's got to be. He's he can't be just. Oh, he's twenty five percent rostered. Right. So he's he's going to be available, widely available, in at least seventy five percent of leagues out there. Yeah, that's okay. not bad. That's not. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad. I'm, it's, I'm, it's, it's it's. I don't know that that. that it's not sexy. <laughs> it's not sexy. I have some. I have some MBS vibes right now, just up and down with that pick. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. MBS. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I just I get a little scared with that. I'm gonna, oh man. I, I I like this guy. He had an outstanding rookie year. Followed up his sophomore sophomore campaign was pretty awesome too. Tight end for the New York uh, New York Giants, Evan Ingram. The only reason why I'm going to potentially lean on swooping this guy up is because he's been in discussions uh, for being traded at the trade deadline tomorrow. So. If someone like the Green Bay Packers picks him up, which they are in need of replacing, no, so, right. you know Robert Homer Tanya, Homer yeah, alert, Robert Tanya, or, I mean any other team yeah. he can go to. Yeah. Um, I think a fresh start is is ideal for a kid like him. Athletic guy, I mean he pro- he's proven that he can do it. He just hasn't been consistent in the last two years. Um, he's still young, 
somewhat injury prone, but I, I think he's definitely worth a dart throw. You know, and, right. and even if he doesn't get traded, um, and he's only I think thirty-two percent of leagues. Perfect. Yep. Monday Night Football, uh, Sterling Shepard. Mm. Uh, he hurt his quad. Um, and none of none of those rec- uh, Tony went out as well too. Yeah. So we don't. That was the environment where he was actually able to flourish in his rookie year. Basically, everyone on the team got hurt, and he was the only show in town. Um, mm-hmm. So you might face a similar situation there um, where he's sort of going to see a great floor because no one can stay healthy there. Everyone's in the infirmary. I will say they are on their bye week 10, um, mm-hmm. so you may not get a whole lot of run out of him, especially if you're a Kittle owner or someone like that. You're Good probably going to have your guy come Good back point. a little bit sooner. But, um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, he he should benefit just from there being a complete void of, of talent that's healthy out there in New York right now. Yeah. All right. Um, usually we end this segment with a GTFO. Let's um, let's end this one with some props to um, wide receiver for the We're Atlanta gonna go Falcons. We're going to go a GTFI. Get the fuck out. Uh, wide receiver for <laughs> the, the uh, Atlanta yeah. Falcons, uh, Calvin Ridley. Um, he's going to step away from football at this time to focus on his mental health. Um, so yeah, your thoughts on that, guys? Hey, man, you know what? I, I tip my hat to the kid. I'm I'm selfishly upset because he was I was leaning on him as my wide receiver one in our dynasty league. But you know what? It takes a lot to come forward and um, digress from what you do on a day to day basis in playing like a kid's game, right? And to say, hey, you know what? I need to focus on me, um, knowing yeah. that his team needs him. But uh, you know, this problem with mental health is is bigger and beyond football. It's beyond any profession. Um, and it's good that we're putting a lot more onus on it now, uh, and he can kind of pave the way for maybe more players to potentially do it because these guys are under a lot of pressure. They're under a lot of scrutiny. Um, you know, they're li- these guys are, are living the life, but at the same token as well, too, there's a lot of pressures that come with that, and we don't know what's happening in their personal lives and which direction they're being tugged into and whatnot. So hats off to him for, you know, for taking that step forward, admitting to where he's at, and then saying, hey, you know what? I need to invest in me. Yeah. Alvin? Yeah. Well said. Um, yeah, I kind of echo the same sentiments. Um, I'm really pulling for the guy so he gets to a place where he needs to be, where he feels comfort and happiness. Um, and, you know, I think that it's awesome that these professional athletes in a real rugged sport and just our society in general are embracing how important mental health is. Um, so I applaud him for being able to take a step back from the limelight and stardom and all the things, all the trappings of being a professional athlete and, you know, looking at his, his situation and his mental state and recognizing that he wasn't where he wanted to be. Um, so I think that definitely uh, earns my applause and admiration. And um, I wish the kid, the kid the best, you know. Yeah, 100%, 100%. All right, cool, man. Well, that ends this uh, episode. Uh, yes. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you would like to be a guest on this show, like Mr. Dion did today, give us a shout, tag us, call us, DM us, um, call slide our, up in call, our DMs, call our DMs. agent. You better be slick, though. <laughs> Make sure you got your we'll papers. We'll just leave you on red. Come back next week. We're All gonna right. go through. More fantasy Our waiver stuff. targets. Yeah, normally Another we do Another positional a, conversation. Yeah, normally we do a longer show. This but, is what we uh, do. Yeah, oh. exactly. But mom's cooking up a, a batch. So go ahead. Do you have one more I, thing to say before mom? I think mom? we should really... Trade deadlines are going to be coming up. So if we want to talk about some, some trade things yes, and approach. some... Aren't we there, though? Some, Isn't that... No, it's said two weeks, right? Well, well the season's a little longer this year because of the 17th week. So we've got a little bit more time than I think we normally yes. have. Okay, okay. Um, but, trade targets. Yeah. 
trade strategies. I know the monks of three of us. We're, we're all gaffling. active traders. So some of our musings from, from trade season. I, I know you're <laughs> out there, though. Slide me in. We're going to teach you guys how to gaffle fools in a trade. All right. Good show, I gents. Like I did. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> Deuces! Deuces! Fuck! <laughs>